Welcome. You are now getting off at the Paris station. And we're going to do a Saturday since we haven't done one since Kid Video. And also, it seems like that interview Robbie, you know, Wiz Wiz probably isn't going to happen because I haven't heard from him. And he's probably gone with his life. I mean, good luck to him. Godspeed to him and his new life in Montana, I guess, or wherever he is, I guess. So, but we're going to do a little Saturdays on Thundercats. And also, like, the really very good to crappy reboots and also, like, a lot of Thundercats clones. You know why you clicked on this episode, but for those who don't know, the series Thundercats was a syndicated half-hour series that came usually during the weekdays from Monday to Friday, so I mean, or sometimes in the morning, actually. I remember seeing it in the morning on Fox 33 when I was a kid, actually. But it actually lasted for four seasons, so it was kind of Masters of the Universe meets Anthropomorphic Cats, kind of, so... But if you are Saturday morning or even like a syndicate cartoon 80s geek like I have, have actually, so I'll actually give you some of the voice actors that were in the mix kind, you know, especially with the voice actors. I mean, Lionel was played by a guy named Larry Kenny, actually. So, I mean, and he's probably like a journeyman actor, you know, but like, you know, like that rich, robust voice, you know. And he also was a DJ, too. So, I mean, and from Pure Illinois, to be exact. So, he started out when he was 15, and that was an interesting thing. Looking through, like, his IMDb right now, because I'm too lazy to write this stuff. And, like, or I haven't been able to get around to it because it's been, like, I've been, like, just really kind of tired and, like, doing all this other stuff, too. So, I haven't really done it, really. So, I mean, um... But the guy is known for, like, a lot of stuff because he did a lot of, like, Rankin Bass stuff, you know, which is, like, at least below, like, Ruby Spears. I mean, so, I mean, his best voice is, of course, Lionel from, like, Thundercats, really, you know. He also played, like, a character called Karate Cat on a part of this series called The Comic Strip, which I'll talk about a little bit later when we talk about, like, the Thundercats clones, kind of. So, I mean, he actually did voiceover for, like, a 1990 sketch comedy thing, which I saw off and on called the state from the early 90s, actually. So, I mean, you know, really, and her, her, sorry, his daughter, Carrie Kenny, was actually on that show. So, uh, I guess that makes sense then why he would do. And he's also done, you might remember his voice from like VH1's The Best Week Ever, you know, you know, that series from like 2004 to 2009, kind of, you know, which had like all these like D-list like comedians or like guys you would see like in, alternative comedy clubs and shit. Oh, and Chris Jericho, too. <laughs> you know, of all things, kind of, you know. And also, I just found this out. He actually is the announcer for Grand Theft Auto 4. He plays, like, the announcer on, like, the beat well to 7, like, in the video game. So that's kind of cool to find out. So, I mean, you know. Really, so, I mean. Now, the other guy, I'm talking about, like, Earl Hyman, who played the voice of Panthro. And I can talk a little bit more, like, passionately about him a bit because I grew up watching Earl Hyman, so, I mean, on the Cosby Show. If you don't know the name, like, he plays, like, Grandpa Cosby on the original run of the Cosby Show, you know. Her, like, him and, like, the wife were, like, pretty much, like, 
Cliff Huxwell's like grandparents, kind of, you know, whatever. So, I mean, and you'll probably know them, like, as the old guys, you know, especially if you remember the old Cosby show stuff when they used to have, like, these lip-sync contests, you know what I mean? So, which is kind of like a big, well, a big showstopper thing for the Cosby show back in the day. Like, if you ever were a fan of the Cosby show, you know what I'm talking about with, like, the lip-sync things they would do in the middle of, like, the family room kind of on top of the stairs. My favorite version of their version of like Night and Day by Ray Charles. Even though you may hate Cosby and whatever, you know, I'm not a fan of the motherfucker anymore. But you should check out like the Cosby show lip syncing things. They're still like comic brilliance, actually, you know. That's how you would know. That guy, let's say if you're like black in the eighties, you know him as like Grandpa Cosby for the Cosby show. Something. Now, Lynn Lipton played the character of Shikara. Earl Hammond played the character of Chaga. Bob McFadden, actually, so. Who's kind of like a voice acting like OG, kind of, you know. Because I've definitely read that name. It's like him and like Dallas McKinnon and people like that kind of, you know what I mean? So, and he actually died in 2000. So, with that, it's kind of interesting. So, I mean. Where so it was like, and he also did stuff like, he done stuff from like 1966, actually. So, I mean, first time, kind of, you know, and um, he just thinks so. Did a lot of stuff, kind of. So, I mean, he actually did stuff on S- on the movie The Coneheads, actually. So, Cool Me Cool, which I remember that. That's like an old 60s, like, cartoon, actually. So, I mean, you know. And Lions the Lionhearted, so I mean, and that's kind of like a um, nugget you got to look up kind of for, kind of, you know. It's pretty cool, but like, and he also did like Silverhawks too. He played Commander Stargazer on Silverhawks, which is pretty much a Thundercats clone, which I'll talk about in a minute. So with that, so really, so, and um, just to go on with it. In. Now to round out the rest of the voice cast for like you dorks out there actually, Pierre Newman played the character of Tigra, Wily Cat, and Magali. So, and also played the villain Monkian and the recurring character of Hachiman. So, I mean, and Lynn Lipton actually played Wily Kit, which one thing I forgot to say about that. So, I mean, that's my fault there because. She also played the character of Luna, the villain, and also played recurring characters Nadia, Mandor, the evil chaser, and Willa. And like I said, Bob Fountain played like Linkso, Snarfer, Slife. I don't know who that character is. I don't remember watching that character. I could be wrong about that, you know. He also played like recurring characters Groon the Destroyer, Driller, Mole Master, Quick Pick, and Captain Shiner. Jeremiah Raphael played Pumira, so I mean, and also the villain Chilla, and the recurring character Jigawa, so I mean, and Doug Priest played the character of Aluro, so I mean, those were the main voice characters to wrap that out, so I mean, and I just remember just like, I was a kid because the whole like, thunder, thunder, thundercats, 
But like with the growing sword, that was like a phallic thing kind of. It's like some guys dig in hard and shit. Every time you say like thunder, thunder, thunder. There had to be like some inside joke of like the Japan guys in Japan. It had to be. I mean, so of like this growing sword and shit. But it was cool. Like when he put the sword like between his face and shit and it wrapped around his eyes. That was like one thing I really loved visually about the whole Thundercats thing. That was like the super cool thing. So, I mean, with that. So, I mean, and there's like so much stuff that I actually just kind of missed out on, kind of, you know what I mean? So, because I only watched like maybe season one, season two, kind of, and then I just kind of like zoned out and became a teen, I guess. I missed the movie called Thundercats Ho, like from 1986, kind of. So, I mean, so I, so I was like 14. So, what was I? I was I was like fourteen or fifteen, so I think I moved out of that kind of you know. But the thing is, like I think I did actually see this movie. Come to think of it, looking at the plot right now, it's like and um, especially like these other characters got annoyed as Thundercats, kind of. Yeah, I think I've seen this movie called Thundercats Ho, kind of you know what I mean. And yeah, and supposedly Munra gets destroyed if I remember correctly. So I mean. Really, so, and actually, as I found out, I think I saw it, like, during, like, season two, kind of, you know, bits and pieces of it, but not as a movie thing, I guess, so, that's probably why I kind of remember bits and pieces of it, so, as a ring, it was actually part of season two, that might be it, so, I mean, that's probably why I kind of remember it, Thundercats Ho, but kind of not, kind of, you know, I just remember, like, just the visual idea, it was, like, so messy the universe, and think about it. Chitar was such, was so fucking hot. Oh my God, Jesus Christ, you know I mean? But you gotta have like Japanese animation kind of, you know what I mean? So, and the visual thing, especially with like Panther and shit, which you knew he was black, come on. I mean, so, I mean, Earl Hyman didn't like have to explain it out like that, you know? You do that guy was brother. He's like conducted himself in that way, kind of. He was like a great Panther. It was like really dope, I mean, so. I just remember just like bits and pieces of it, kind of because like of the mummy wrapping around Mumra's and like and Mumra looks fucking scary, and the art in there was like pretty much spot on to the point. I mean, so I mean, that's one thing I loved about the series. I remember just seeing it. I believe, yeah, it was definitely in the morning before I had to go to school. Come to think of it now, I mean, I just turned forty nine, so it's like I'm really trying to collect this stuff. Really, so I mean, yeah, I won't say I was like a Thundercats stan at all. I know that I definitely was into Thundercats, I was seriously into it like a soap opera for a little bit, you know. But the funny thing is, it was such a cool ass series for its time. Like, I still have fond memories of it to this day, even though I always remember like the um beginning credits kind of because they look so ominous and so like you know and then the mama thing i just said so we're like that you know what i mean so but i actually remember like i have more in a fanny for like the thundercats knockoffs actually than the actual series thundercats i mean so i mean but thundercats is so iconic actually you know it's like especially to kids of a certain generation and they've tried to do like a few reboots. They most recently tried to do a comedic kind of reboot 
that looks kind of Steven Universe-ish kind of, you know, called Thundercats Ho, which is like, ugh, I'll avoid that shit. But, you know, but then I sound like the old man, actually, you know, and then 2020, you know, and it did like an animal, an anime-style reboot recently, you know, which is definitely a lot cooler. They did that in 2011, kind of, you know. And they actually got some good love, but it didn't last that long. And it had some heavy hitters voiceover-wise, like Will Friedel from Boy Meets World, you know, Imana Shariki, you know, Sloan from Entourage, Kevin McHale, like Clancy Brown, you know, Lex Luthor from Justice League, you know. Or just Clancy Brown, just badass actor overall, you know. I mean, and definitely Pamela, you know, Bobby Hill Aldeon, actually now. You know, we'll definitely having Bobby Hill from King of the Hill in the Thundercats reboot. Must was pretty dope, actually, you know. I definitely would want to check that out if I can find it on YouTube or something. Because I haven't seen it, I just read about it, you know what I mean? So, so I definitely want to check that out, definitely, when... But as I'm saying, like, the reins weren't there for it, you know what I mean? Which seems to be with Thundercats, though, which I've noticed, that it's like after the first one of Thundercats, which was like the fourth season run, kind of, you know, every time you try to reboot it, you can't, like, capture what that was because Thundercats and certain, like, TV shows were just of their time, you know? And producers are trying to find, like, that nostalgia feel-good gland because everyone's that have, like, the feels of a time when they were younger, they were more free, they didn't have problems, kind of, you know. And people want that for, they want to feel that again, but you can't bring that back. I mean, that's why talking about, like, talking about, like, Minnie Cowley doing, like, her take on, like, Velma, actually, and everyone losing their fucking minds because Velma Dinkley is, like, Indian now. And my take is, like, you've seen Vela Dinkley as, like, the white girl who's been a queer icon, mind you. I mean, so, on top of that, you've seen the same, same old, same old presentation. Other than, like, a more Latina take on a recent Scooby-Doo property, kind of, you know what I mean? Velma's always been seen as, been seen as one way. I mean, so, so you have, like, all these white people getting mad and shit because, Mindy Colleen decided to take, like, um, her take on Velma. And this is one thing I say, because I know I said this, like, online also. Like, the only problem I have with, like, that Velma thing, kind of, is just... I mean, if you're not going to have, like, Shaggy or Fred or Scooby-Doo... Like, it's like a Scooby-Doo series without Scooby-Doo. But then, I can't say about that, because, like, technically... NBC's Frasier was pretty much a cheer series without the bar, you know, without Sam or Diane or the people in Boston. And it's just Frasier who moved to Seattle. So who am I to speak on that, I guess? I mean, so. Oh, I went off the plot a little bit. So. Now, the first Thundercats clone that we should talk about, actually, was the one called Tiger Sharks. So, which is pretty much like. Who is Thundercats with a little mix of Aquaman or Thundercats underwater, essentially, you know, or Thundercats with fish. Depends on what you think about it, I guess. So, and they were part of actually of a cartoon, let's say anthology series. We'll just call it that just for lack of a better word, because I can't think of the actual word right now called the comic strip. Had like a cute, very like 80s theme song, which I can still sing to this day. 
I'm not going to because it's kind of embarrassing. But before you could get the Tiger Sharks, and the Tiger Sharks bits were like originally like 10 minutes in length, actually. So, I mean, originally. So, you have to go through like one thing called the Street Frogs, actually, which is pretty much like a hip hop cartoon, kind of. So, one other main series called The Main Monsters, which actually start of all people, Seth Green. Yeah, that guy from like Family Guy and Robot Chicken, and one of his first voice acting roles ever as a kid. So, I mean, and this kind of like dumbass Hong Kong fooey cop cosplay series called Karate Cat, just to get two tiger sharks. I mean, you know, if you're a kid back then, it was like such a pain though, actually, you know, so just to get the tiger sharks because everything else was so lame for the comic strip series. I mean, so. And ironically, like, Tiger Sharks is the only, like, section from the comic strip that most people actually still remember to this day. Because it was made by a lot of same guys who made Thundercats. I mean, Larry Kenny is actually, like, doing some voiceover work in the series, too. And I believe Earl Hyman, maybe? I'm not sure. So, it was, like, Larry Kenny and Earl Hammond from Thundercats was a part of this, like, little Rankin Bass, like, produced thing. You know, Reagan Bass, which is pretty much like the poor man's Anna Barbera or the poor man's Ruby Spears. If you're like a geek like that, I guess. And that's kind of that, you know, it's like, and, um, so, and it was like really cool because like one guy turned to like a mini dolphin, one guy turned to like a human walrus. So it was like kind of gross, scary, like, and one turned to like a shark, like or a hemorrhage shark type creature. It's like really kind of cool series I thought you know it's like and and the animation you know not that great but you know but for like before school or like after school it was like the thing for you I was like but that's Tiger Sharks for you there and my personal favorite one actually so I wouldn't say it's my personal favorite one. I just thought it was like more visually stunning than Tiger Sharks because it kind of invoked more of the Thundercats type of vibe, actually, because of this animation kind of was a series called Silverhawks, actually. So pretty much like this set and the theme song is like partly metal, partly real. These guys are pretty much like humanoid robots or cyborgs or humans wrapped around in metal. I'm not quite sure. I don't quite remember what it was at the time, kind of, you know, I just can't remember looking back at that now, like, thinking, like, how did they, like, fuck in that shit? I mean, so, how did they take a shit in that gear? I mean, did they have, like, a sewer system in their metal suits or something? Like, how do they piss? I mean, that's one thing that's always kind of stuck in my head, actually, you know? And with Tiger Sharks and Thundercats, too, because it seemed to be, like, a Thundercats formula, you know, like, you have like a few guys and like one lone token girl or something, you know, and the kids. Okay, that seems to be like the formula for like all of these Rankin Bass type series, like Thundercats, Silverhawks, Tiger Sharks. You know, like you had some adults, you had like the lone woman, and you had some kids, like a couple of kids, really. Usually two sets of kids. Usually makes you think of like that old show called The Mighty Orbots. Which I might talk about in another show, maybe. I don't know. But I just kept thinking about that. And, um, with, uh, 
Now, as I said, like in a prior pretty popular show, imitation is the sincerest form of television. So, I mean, and Thundercats, as iconic and as crazy as it was, was a very legendary Saturday morning, or really like animated, like syndicated show. It's a very legendary show that's been like done, redone, and all that stuff. And like, and even the series is so good, even some of the clones were not decent. I mean, so they weren't like what you call like offshoots of the series, they're like totally different series, but use the same template kind of, you know. I would say like if you want to like go a little retro on your Saturday morning, you have like a free Saturday morning, or like show your kids this is what real cartoons were back in the day, you should really should check out like Thundercats, Civil Hogs, and Tiger Sharks, among other things. So this is Ian K. Lauren. Thank you for listening to my little Saturdays. And you are now leaving the Paris station.